Petersfield's Shine Radio. That wind is because there's a thunderstorm striding across the distant hills and there are grey columns of rain slanting down across the hills. And dogs, I think we're going to I get don't know really if you can wet. hear that, but I've actually come back home. The thunderstorm was just dreadful. Well, I mean, it was beautiful. And we could watch these grey columns striding across the sea, which was silver where the sun was just coming through. And my favourite view, looking across to the Isle of Wight, and I always think the sea is very strange if I can't see the Isle of Wight. Or I suppose any island would do. Having grown up in Portsmouth, just seeing emptiness is very strange. Anyway, I promised you in my last wild walk that I would, you know, shoehorn more history into it. So, you know, I'm really sorry if that makes you groan. But really, the trundle is magnificent. And I remember when we were living in East Lavant that um, a team using LIDAR went up there and discovered even more. So for those of you that don't know, it's just um, to the north of Chichester. And we used to go there in the early 60s, I think it must have been, with a picnic. It was the closest we ever got to Goodwood Racecourse. Um, And that was quite a distance. But it was wonderful and it was probably close enough for me. I don't like to think horses were suffering, so it just looked quite nice from there and views the sea, blah, blah. But anyway, what I didn't know, that just climbing up was an Iron Age fort, which is where earlier today, when I actually broke off this recording, um, the dogs were just going demented because we were the only idiots up there and it was wonderful. I think Rain remember being a puppy again with Teddy so that was great. It's named after Middle English for circle so the trundle is something like I don't know trindle I'm probably inventing that but it definitely means circle or ring. I like ring better. It's also alternatively called St Roach's Hill but that's because um, a much later church was built there and then destroyed allegedly by parliamentarians. But now, with this LIDAR thing, the archaeology, with the secrets of the high woods in collaboration, gets the story of the landscape straight. So what they did was actually look at slightly further down towards where there's quarry sort of thing there on the left as you're going down towards East Lavant, down Chalkpit Lane. And just by there, there were um, a sort of camp of Neolithic people. So that's absolutely wonderful. But there, up at the top, would have been a concentric enclosure, probably a ring, an Iron Age fort with palisades of wooden posts and so on, which obviously we wouldn't be able to see now. But the LIDAR showed there were several concentric circles of ditches and banks. And that's where the community would have come together. So um, they say it was used for the Neolithic version of a summer harvest festival. I bet that was fun. Um, Animals would be killed there. Perhaps that's why the dogs go quite demented. Perhaps they think I'm about to sacrifice them to St Roach. There might be hand fasting. I've made that up because of my book. 
that's Neolithic coming forward to the Middle Iron Age, there was even more. That was the really significant hill fort constructed there. And that would be for the elite, the kings and members of the aristocracy. So there would have been grain for storage kept and temples and earthwork and so on. I don't know if you can hear the rain. I'm lurking in my writing shed now. I'm making no bones about that because it's just awful and there was hail. But anyway, so that's why I'm able to give you so much detail because I've got the history up on the screen. And then in the late 14th century, the chapel of St Roach was built, a French saint, saint born in Montpellier, who knows? St Roche was noted, I should say Saint Roche, was noted for surviving the Black Death. Um, so if you were ill that's where you go and I remember because pets were blessed up there and so on when we were still living in East Lavant so that's important and racing forward to the Second World War um, I'm, I'm going through in case any of this is interest to you in the Second World War it was the site of a radio transmission station and the crew at the station could talk to pilots during the Battle of Britain so I think that's a bit wonderful the manager for Secrets of the Highwood said, perhaps, I'm quoting, perhaps the Trundle's greatest legacy can be found in the words of 19th century romantic poet William Blake. Blake reportedly took the spectacular view towards the Trundle from Lavent as an inspiration to write the poem that became the hymn Jerusalem, which, as we know, is never sung unironically now. But anyway, there you go. I think that's extraordinary because one of the first places after being a child, where I sang Jerusalem was when we moved into East Lavern and I joined the WI instantly to make friends. So that's extraordinary and I never knew that. So it just shows, um, oh, I'm so glad I'm in this writing shed. And I bet you're glad listening to me wherever you are now and not out in it. Um, it just shows. So I hope you enjoyed that bit. I'm not going to um, bang on about history in every walk, but sometimes it's appropriate. Um, so I hope you really enjoyed it today. Oh, and I really hope tomorrow's a bit brighter. Have a lovely week. With Petersfield's Shine Radio. Rise and shine. Whatever local information comes in, you'll be the very first to know. You'll feel those ribs expand. Okay, and then... I'm doing it, I'm doing Are it. Are you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back to Rise and Shine. You're with Alan Cott this morning. What could be better? Good morning, it's good to be with you. I'm Harrison RB. It's the brighter way to start your day in the Petersphere. As long as you're breathing, you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... with you, Vicky. <laughs> Rise and shine, weekday mornings from six, with Petersfield's Shine Radio. I think that's lovely.